0: Man, heading into the NFL draft, we had so many different expectations for the Pittsburgh Steelers and how round one, maybe round two worked out for them. And let me tell you, we did not see this coming. I don't care what you say. We did not see this coming. The Pittsburgh Steelers landed Broderick Jones offensive tackle out of Georgia with their first pick. In the 2023 NFL draft. And I think that and moving up three picks is maybe half as exciting as what's going to happen today. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackman. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere. You get your podcasts. And today, well, we're talking about just that where the Pittsburgh Steelers stand, and how perfectly round one somehow turned out for them. Not only did they have their pickings at pick 14, but to move up for their guy only three spots and to give up pick 120, 120, a fourth round pick to go get your franchise left tackle. The only word to describe it is wow. Broderick Jones is a guy that could come in here and yeah, he's got some issues, but the dude has never given up a sack at Georgia, which is incredibly impressive. On top of that, Mike Tomlin loves this guy's athleticism. He comes from a winning program, which I think is always important. He's young. He's only a third-year junior coming into the NFL. And on top of that, the upside, even if it's not immediate, but the upside with this guy is insane. He is a freak athlete with freak upside And the Pittsburgh Steelers finally got somebody that they say, hey, look it, this is our left tackle for the future. We're building around Kenny Pickett. And the best way to do that is to protect his blind side. But that's just the start of this. That's the beginning of where everything went right for the Pittsburgh Steelers in round one of the NFL draft. It started with pick 14. Actually, it started well before that. It started with Devin Witherspoon being the first cornerback off the board and The Arizona Cardinals somehow finding their way down to six to get Paris Johnson in not one, but two trades. And then everybody else letting the pieces fall into a puzzle so that the Steelers could move up just three spots for Broderick Jones. The Chicago Bears taking Darnell Wright over Jones. The fact that Jalen Carter slid all the way to 10 or nine, excuse me, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the fact that at 14, even as everybody was sitting there and watching, the name Christian Gonzalez was still on the board, along with Joey Porter Jr., Julius Brents, Emmanuel Forbes, Keely Ringo, so many other names. It was perfect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You could not, no matter how you drew it up, find a plan that was better than what they looked at. And that's not even the best of it. The Steelers now head into round two. They are on the clock with the 32nd pick. The phone is ringing off the hook, and I've known that since last night. Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin sat down. First off, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and in those couple of years, one thing has always been consistent. You do not have any time to even think between that first pick and when Mike Tomlin and the general manager are sitting down talking to you about that first pick. It is instant It goes boom, boom, boom. You get the pick. You get the article out. And then immediately you're on the phone with the player two, three minutes max. And then after that, Omar, or in the past it was Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin are sitting in front of you asking questions. That was not the case this time. What happened was the pick came in. We talked to Broderick Jones a couple minutes later, and then maybe 10 minutes after that, Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan finally come strolling in. They sit down and the first thing that Omar says is we're going to answer your questions so that we could get back there and continue working and collecting calls. And then at the end of the call or the end of the press conference, excuse me, Mike Tomlin is asked or Omar really was asked, are you guys done for the night? And Mike Tomlin chimes in and says, no, we have plenty of phone calls to make. And they go back. Since then, reports have been flying off the wall about the Pittsburgh Steelers potentially trading back from pick 32 and collecting calls to do so, and I would imagine that that phone has not stopped ringing. Why? Because somehow, some way, the Pittsburgh Steelers not only found themselves with options like Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, Keely Ringo, Tyreek Stevenson, Michael Mayer, a million different options and routes that they can go if they chose to use the pick at 32, But on top of that, Will Levis and Hendon Hooker, not just one, not just slim pickings, but a guy who many, 24, 48 hours ago, were contemplating whether or not they're going to take the odds that he's going to be the pick for the Indianapolis Colts at four. There was a Reddit post that blew up the internet that had Vegas somewhat convinced that he was going to be the second pick in the draft. Here he goes sitting on the clock at pick 32 and the Steelers offers are only going up from here teams like the Las Vegas Raiders the Tennessee Titans both possibly looking for quarterbacks you never know what a team like maybe the Lions are going to do if they have the opportunity to move up but both of those names are big ones that could be on the call and say hey look it. we're willing to give up this but these guys are willing to give up this so we'll give up a little bit more And that's perfect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? Because they can move back and still feel very comfortable about landing a guy that they feel really good about. Joey Porter Jr. is probably the first and top name on the board right now. A lot of guys, including myself, had him going 17 to the Steelers. But if they chose to say, hey, look, we'll take a risk and maybe Joey Porter Jr. will still be there whenever we slide back, you still have Brian Branch, which is definitely a possibility. You still have both your top tight ends in Michael Mayer and in Darnell Washington. If you want to just really wait it out and find your guy at cornerback, the two names that have caught everybody's eye throughout this entire draft process, haven't even been thought about throughout this entire draft yet. And that is Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami and Keely Ringo out of Georgia. Both of them are on the board. And at this point right now, heading into pick 32, It does not appear that either one of them are going to come off the board anytime soon. So the Steelers could slide right back and have their pickings there as well. There are so many options for this team. And you got to give credit where credit's due. And sometimes that's the universe. And this year it was the universe. Everything folded and landed perfectly for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But at the same time, you got to look at Omar Khan right now and just say, man, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy's a winner. He's got a fire lit under him. He's all business all the time. Mike Tomlin said he's aggressive last night, and aggressive is the best thing to happen to the Pittsburgh Steelers in a long, long, long time. They now head into day two of the NFL draft with the 30-second pick, and maybe by the time you're listening to this, the 30-second pick is already gone because those options are going to be so loud, so wild that I couldn't even come up with a possible trade to say, hey, these teams are going to give you this. This trade is worth this. I think it's worth way more than what they gave up to get to 14 from 13. I think right now, with two quarterbacks on the board, with a whole 24 hours to negotiate with teams, and those calls probably coming in immediately after their 14th pick, I mean, the options and the possibilities are endless. Endless. And the fact that you could sit back and say, well, 49 is still available to us, 80 is still available to us. If you trade 32, chances are you have at least a fourth-round pick, maybe another third. Possibly, possibly you get a fifth or another fourth, but you're going to have mid-round options. Your draft is nowhere near done. That's where the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. Talk about perfect Talk about perfect. The Steelers came into the draft and the options were all over the board and the thoughts were all over the board and we really had no idea what was going to happen. Names started falling. The board started looking real funny. And the Steelers said, okay, at 14, we're going to move up three spots. The Patriots are really willing to screw the Jets on this one. So we're going to screw the Jets and we're going to go get Broderick Jones. And now 32 rolls around and guys like Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, Tyreek Stevenson, Keeley Ringo... All these guys are still on the board. The Steelers are almost definitely going to make a move. And this draft, I think, could turn out so crazy, so impressive by the end of it, that nobody could have saw it coming. And all those crazy mock drafts that people toss on Twitter with, this is the perfect scenario. I bet you somewhere somebody had one that a bunch of people looked at and said there is no chance. That is going to happen, and it's looking real realistic right now. The Steelers, day one was perfect for them, and now they're heading into day two, and things only look to be getting better.